With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus. And guys, I teased this here before the break uh, about regional scheduling and you know, there's kind of a scenario out there because the Big Ten has been strong in this that we're all or nothing, meaning if potentially, let's say, coronavirus politics in Illinois, New Jersey, Michigan, uh, I think those would be the three states particularly that, you know, might have different views versus, say, Nebraska or, say, Iowa or I don't know about Ohio. But, you know, you, you go around the conference, there's definitely different ways this is being viewed. Could that lead to the Big Ten not sponsoring a championship in a football season and if that happens, I can tell you this. Nebraska's had conversations with others already. There is work behind the scenes just to make sure you have your ducks in order to have a regional schedule put into place, meaning pretty much a 500-mile radius schedule. But I also have heard maybe some teams in the Pac-12, like in Arizona or in Arizona State, you know, in a conference where they're surrounded by California, Washington, Oregon, pretty strict coronavirus places right now. They might be looking for games. So it will be very interesting. And, guys, if it did play out that way, I mean, call me crazy, but it would be pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, all things considered, if that's the worst-case scenario, for one year, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll take anything we can get at this point. Uh, But I do think, you know, a regional schedule makes a lot of sense just logistically. I mean, if you want to try and keep kids uh, contained, getting on an airplane and flying to the East Coast probably isn't the smartest idea. Uh, Whereas, you know, having a bus where everybody's... Saves money, too. Yeah, it saves money uh, in a a year where you're literally firing people that uh, have a lot of value within your athletic department. Uh, I mean, every cent counts. And so, you know, you look at what that 500-mile radius would look like. I mean, you're talking about maybe a bunch of old Big 8 games getting renewed for a year or um, maybe even, I don't know, some some FCS games. Wyoming, or, Colorado, yeah, Wyoming. Colorado State. Yeah, schools in Kansas. Missouri. The Dakotas, uh, maybe even Minnesota, Iowa. I mean, so you could keep a lot of your Big Ten West games. Wisconsin, maybe still. Yeah, they'd be borderline. So, uh, I mean, there's a lot of ways you could go with it, but I think what's going to be interesting is – uh, the week to week. I mean, there could be situations if it plays out this way where, uh, I mean, you have a game scheduled and then suddenly there's an outbreak at that campus and they can't play that week. And so you need to have somebody, uh, you know, ready to go to try and just get a game in, uh, you know, because of the money involved and, and just all the logistics there. So I'm fascinated by this concept and, you know, it's kind of fun to think about all the teams that Nebraska could potentially play if it ends up shaking out that way. Yeah, I'm, I am fascinated by it and, you know, I would not be upset about it at all. I think it would be kind of neat, but at the same time, I would feel sorry for the people who have to have all the ducks lined up. I mean, uh, to not only go out and, and put together a regional schedule and have that, you know, in line um, to to kick off and to play if it came to that, but then to have the backup schools in place in case there was a flare up at, at this campus this week and and you needed to change the game, you know, and you had to to have somebody to step in and, and play. I mean that 
whoever <laughs> whoever the people are behind the the scenes that are kind of putting you know dealing with all these logistics and putting these things together uh hats off to those people because this is it's kind of a <laughs> logistical nightmare in so many different ways but um yeah i would not be upset at all to see nebraska play colorado you know the the, the old big eight schools colorado ku k-state missouri um iowa state you know i mean i, I missouri you know k-state ku yeah all those um, maybe even oklahoma state I'm, I'm sure that's within 500 miles so hey mike gundy's sister lives in lincoln so yeah. he, we got a connection <laughs> yeah. in town here i'm sure that would be a fun story that week his yeah. niece is one of the best golfers in the state right now so i mean i think that would be kind of kind of cool kind of an old school throwback throwback schedule there yeah it would i mean it, it would be a silver lining on what's been just kind of a big crap sandwich. I mean, that we've, we've been served here over the last, I tried to keep it in bounds here. Since that was we, good. It was good. We do air on a lot of affiliates around the state of Nebraska, but yeah, it, it would be fun. I, I'd be curious, you know, because Nebraska fans would want to travel. If, if, if you're playing at KU, K-State, Iowa State, um, they would want to travel. And I'm, I'm sure some of these schools would be like, we want them to travel because we need their money. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, you know, you think about, the amount of money Nebraska fans used to bring into KU, K-State, Iowa State. Um, I mean, I remember we went to Iowa State, Robin, in 08, and the face value of tickets for that game were over 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they used to spike up those tickets um, for that Nebraska game. So it, it would be something to watch if, if we went that direction. How many games would it be? Does that mean bowl season would be just gone? Would there not even be bowl games? Um, but some of these bowl games could still operate you would think without yeah. conference ties. Go, go play a bowl game in Kansas City or something like that against Well, no, I mean the bowl <laughs> games operate as nonprofits and, and organizations, but if you can't have fans like high number of fans go, then how does yeah, the bowl the make point? them I mean so well, yeah T V, I'm sure that's where the majority of their paycheck comes from. So yeah, there are so many things to work out, but it sure is gonna be fun as hell to follow if, if it does play out that way. Yeah, and so, you know, with the I I just see it, you know, you mentioned like schools from Arizona, Pac twelve, whatever. I think that's a lot harder to work out. I think they probably might have to get a little more creative given their <laughs> extremely different situation uh, than what's going on with Nebraska. But, uh, you know, with the, the being able to drive places, I mean, that kind of also eliminates having to stay in a hotel. I mean, if you can make a day trip to Manhattan, you can make a day trip to Ames, and it's going to be a long day for your players, but it's better than having them away from your campus bubble for an extended period of time and it's just a lot easier to contain that many guys so um, I think that makes a lot of sense but with the schedule also I have a hard time seeing it being you know a weekly game I think you're probably having like maybe a bye week every other game uh, to give you know adequate time to get tests in and uh, address issues and uh, you know figure out just you know all the steps that are going to be added to the equation with the virus situation so you know it could be a longer longer schedule but with less games maybe you're playing six or seven games with an off week every other week yeah in a in a, ter- in a period where you're trying to save money i mean think about the amount of of dollars that would be saved by having these day trips uh, where you're not putting up a you know 200 people in a hotel and you're not paying for a trip. you'd have to flight. stay one night though i would think <laughs> yeah i mean yeah yeah that, and that's that's affordable yeah, it's, it's the fl- it's the it's plane the, 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 the plane yeah where you're we're traveling halfway across the 200 and some thousand on a plane probably is yeah. what it costs per game so I mean, yeah you're you're saving a, a ton of money right there um but uh yeah I, I think it's it's definitely a viable thing and it wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if if that's what we ended up seeing yeah, if you think about it like if you were able to bus versus fly to yeah let's say you played five road games and you 
could bust at least four of them. I mean, that would save if you're trying to think about people's jobs in the department. If you could take a $250,000 charter and cut that down to like 20 and 30,000 and busing. I mean, (laughs) that's a pretty significant savings across the board. And I think that is the the fear for Nebraska. If we don't have games, if we don't have ticket revenue, if we just had 14,000 fans in the stadium, I could tell you the cuts are either going to be more drastic. Mm -hmm. There's going to be more cuts, more jobs lost. And we've heard some of them already. um, And if that were to happen, it would be worse. Yeah, no question. So uh, there's a lot that obviously still needs to shake out with all this. Um, You know, as we've said time and again, Things change very quickly with this whole situation one way or another to where, <laughs> you know, your, your feelings on the season literally change by the hour. So uh, I am just reassured to hear that Nebraska and schools you know, across the country have every possible scenario on the table right now to where even to something as extreme as this, where you're completely upheaving the uh, entire format of a football season and just trying to get any semblance of football uh, that you possibly can, you know, every option needs to be on the table. And it sounds like uh, the, the staff and, uh, you know, staffs around the country are, are kind of going forward that way. Yeah, I wonder how much they're actually looking back to, I think, the early, like the early 1920s or something like that when the Spanish flu hit the country and there was that pandemic and they played football that year. I know, I know Nebraska, I want to say they didn't start the season until like the end of September or beginning of October, but they ended up playing – um, you know, I think eight games that year, seven games that year. Um, you know, I wonder if there's anything to be learned from how they actually operated that season or, or you know, some things they did well or didn't do well uh, that year uh, that they dealt with that pandemic. I, I don't know, but I'm sure that – I'm sure they're looking like, – like you said, Robin, I'm sure they're looking at all options and, and kind of, you know, looking back to see what worked well and what may not have. Who's your guys' dream – or not dream, but just what, what would be your number one regional schedule game that you would like to see for Nebraska if they did this route? Oh, boy. Uh, so as far as like going, like a road game or just game in general? Both, game okay. and road game, because we don't know where they'd be played. Right, that's a good point. So, all right, uh, you know, in, any of those old Big 8 games I think would be fun, um, especially if you can get um, – you know, I haven't just. I just remember. I've when I think of the old Big Eight travel games, I think of going to Manhattan. You know, just that that two and a half hour drive or whatever. Would anybody be more excited than Tom Chattel or oh, from Marvel yeah. Herald? I mean, he would just. I mean, this would make his career to get like yeah. one more tour of Big Eight games. So it's not the biggest new names out there, but I think just from the nostalgia aspect, you know, going down to Manhattan, playing Kansas State, or even you know getting Oklahoma. You know, and obviously that's coming up uh, later on, but you know, getting that game in or you know, even Iowa State, you know, some games like that that, uh, you know, would bring back some memories. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of Nebraska fans would love that. I, I would have to say Missouri. I, I think that mm. now that they're SEC school, I mean, there's always been kind of some some bad blood there, I think. And now that they're an SEC school, that would be, um, you know, to, if you're going to have a temporary schedule or, or kind of, a you know, piece together a different schedule, I don't think it would be. Uh, it wouldn't be bad to, to add an SEC school on there and, and to maybe even get a win over them. K-State would be fun just because it's two hours from Lincoln. It is yeah. the closest Division One FBS campus to Lincoln, Nebraska. So just the the thought of traveling, say, to a road game two hours away. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> I, mean, I remember, you know, Nebraska would play 1130. The, the Fox window back then was 1130 on FSN. 
and I could leave my house from Lincoln and easily make an 1130 kickoff in Manhattan as a media member mm -hmm. and then drive home after the game. Yep. But you had to make sure you don't speed on your way home. Oh, yeah. yeah don't, <laughs> he'll get you. It was only 60 or 60. I mean, it was a lower speed. Yeah. They've, they've made the drive a few times. Those traps were well known. But, yeah, there's no four lane. It's all two lane road um, once you get past Beatrice. Um, but once you get through Beatrice, you're only like 90 miles from Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. So it's. So that's, I mean, that's the stuff. Like, that, that was the stuff I remember about just traveling in the Big 12. Uh, and, you know, if. You know, obviously, they're, they're you know, probably more marquee names, but for me, that would probably be the, the funnest aspect of a regional schedule. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would I would not be disappointed whatsoever to, to see a throwback Big 8-style uh, regional schedule put together. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk Nebraska basketball. The dead period was extended. We kind of knew for football what was going to happen, but what does it do for basketball? We'll get Robin's thoughts on that and what players aren't in Lincoln yet. Uh, we'll hear all that next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.